Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Simcha, 
לשיר ללא מילים. מי יכול להאזין ללב מלא געגועים? גם הציפור מצא לדרור, כמו שר השיר מזמור. בלי לומר מילה, קוראת בקול גדול. ואילו פינו מלא מלא שירה קיים, מול שונן ורינה, כהמון גלב, סבתותינו שב. Thank you. 
Israel, the Harif Nois, the Great Tires Hope, the Am Israel, the Harif Nois, the Great Tires Hope, the Am Israel, the Harif Nois, the Great Tires Hope, the Am Israel. Bye. 
Thank you. 
שנים מחכים לגאולה, ואף על פי שהתמהמה, אולי יבוא, יבוא היום, וכשיבוא, יבוא עלינו לשלום. מחכים לישוע, מתפללים ואתה שומע, ואם ירד לנו פניו, יביא ברכה טובה. וכבר עכשיו אנחנו מבינים כמה רדפנו כל השנים וכבר מזמן אנחנו מקווים שתחבר את השברים מתי תגיע, מתי תגיע, אנחנו מחכים מתי תגיע
אנחנו מחכים. מתי תגיע, מתי תגיע, אנחנו מוכנים. וכבר עכשיו אנחנו מבינים כמה לקחנו כל השנים. וכבר מזמן אנחנו מקלטים שתחבר את השברים. מתי תגיע, מתי תגיע, אנחנו מחכים. מתי תגיע, מתי תגיע.
In the AM, that's brand new Benny Friedman here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Yama is the name of that one. Before that, you heard the uh, RJ2 selection, Sheyavo, here at JM in the AM. Uh, let's see. Got Elbaz and Benny Michaeli together. Uh, that song is called Chaim. It's called Yavo Hayom. Shlomo Lippmann had the cover of Chaim Shal Shalom. Simcha Liner's Shnot R. Man Diyahov. Man the Yohiv, done by Barry Weber. That's brand new. Dovidal, brand new with Moa Hafti. Shira Kayam from Mayor Yisrael. That's also brand new. Shalshalas Jr. from their brand new volume four with Hodu. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday on this 23rd of June, day 24 in the month of Sivan, the year 5782, Tufshin Bays. Big, long, wonderful day here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network with all of our usual Thursday components. 
including Essie's Weig and a Thursday live lunch exclusively for us between 11 and 1 o'clock. Mark Zomick with the Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show tonight at 7 and tomorrow at um, 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern time, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. With emphasis this week on the art side of Yasela Rosenblatt, the big concert at Congregation Chassam So for the Cantorial concert in his memory is tonight. Thursday night, Clinton Street, Lower East Side of Manhattan, Congregation Chassam Sofer. Keep that in mind. We spoke with Cantor Benny about that yesterday. And uh, they're getting ready for quite a night. It is going to, if you're into cantorial selections or have anything, any interest whatsoever in the life of Yasser Rosenblatt and his amazing career, you're going to enjoy this evening's presentation, that's for sure. So plenty happening, a lot's going on, and thanks for joining us here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. I actually saw an article this morning on um, on Hamodia that outgoing Prime Minister Naftali Bennett told members of his Yamina party that he's considering taking a break from politics and not running for office in the upcoming elections. That would be something. I mean, I know there are uh, members, I know there are government officials and politicians that, uh, you know, quit and move on, but that would be interesting if he took a break now, and I wonder what that would do with the... Um, October 25th election, if it would force uh, things and matters to go one way or the other. Who knows? We'll see. Tomorrow morning, by the way, our weekly update, Malcolm Holmline is going to join us. We'll talk about the issues of the week. And, of course, the brand-new election day in Israel is going to be part of that. That's for sure. That's happening tomorrow, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time right here at JM and the AM. Rabbi Yeshua Fast, the great Rabbi Josh Fast, co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. He'll be with us this morning. He'll visit us via telephone in the 8 o'clock hour. It is Parsha Shlach this week. It's been tradition for us to have him on the air every uh, Parsha Shlach during the week. And we'll get that opportunity um, a little later on this morning in the 8 o'clock hour here at JM in the AM. Mordechai Shapiro is next. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday at JM in the AM, the Nachum Siegel Network. They start dropping People running for cover When it shows no signs of stopping But as it's falling There's a beat to catch on to So get up and take your cue on the floor
Yet somehow they survived 
free at last, but spiritless and frail. When the Rebbe showed them love and they began to mend, but that's just one part of this precious little tale. It was to be the first Pesach after years devoid of light. When the Rebbe of Skulen stood with his son And they announced there will be matzois for the Seder night But enough to only give each person one al the righteous and devout with love in their hearts They lift us up when we stumble and fall The Allah Hasidim The saintly and the pure Only Hashem knows the burden The burden they bear for us all Two large sacks of flour A small oven made of brick The Rebbe baked as tears streamed from his eyes Measured oh so carefully Neither thin nor thick Each round matzah eyes inside Along with the aroma that drifted through the air One could sense that hope and healing had begun Again, the Rebbe sent out word Yidalach, be fair, please come and take But take no more than one the righteous and devout With love in their hearts They lift us up when we stumble and fall The Allah Hasidim The saintly and the pure Only Hashem knows the burden The burden they bear for us all Line may have been long, but it never stopped or stalled. A tapestry of Jews from far and near. But suddenly, one young man brought it to a crawl when he bent down and whispered in the Rebbe's ear. I beg of you, dear Rebbe, who is our last resort, though a single matzah will suffice for me. My father is an admiral, and Vishnit is his court, and as such, 
Let me tell you a story. It may even be true about a fellow who fell through the cracks. He was a hustler, a gambler who lived on the edge, and they called him Lucky Fingers Max. He'd wager and win at the track and the fights. Rolled sevens when he threw the dice. But if you asked him for a dime, he'd laugh in your face. He was lucky, but he wasn't too nice. Lucky, lucky fingers, Max. He had a heart as black as coal. Lucky, lucky fingers, Max. Would he ever find? Would he ever find his lost Jewish soul? Hmm. One day he got a tip from some friends of his in Jersey about a fighter named Tiger Malone. His opponent's gonna lay down in the seventh round. You oughta bet everything that you own. That you own. Lucky bet his money, his house, and his caddy. Sat down to watch the fight with a snack. With a snack. Things were going fine till the end of the sixth, when Tiger dropped dead from a heart attack. No more lucky fingers, Max. Now destitute and broke. No more lucky fingers, Max. His lucky life, his lucky life had gone up in smoke. Hiding from the cold in a worn-out shul When the rabbi came over and said Let me lend you some money from the synagogue fund You can buy yourself a coat and some bread Rabbi, lucky said you don't understand I'm a gambler, a hustler, a cheat All I see is a Jew, the old rabbi replied Who needs to get back, back on his feet Lucky took the money and went to the track Put it all on Teapot Kelly to win In a photo finish he won by a nose Lucky Fingers was in business again Now somewhere in Brooklyn there's a brand new shoe Three stories of precious stained glass All it says on the plaque is the money came from heaven An anonymous gift of cold cash Lucky, lucky fingers Max still has a long, long way to go But lucky, lucky fingers Max got lucky 
Lucky Fingers, Max Gershon Varoba, a guest starring on the um, Journeys Volume Number 5 offering here at JM in the AM. Uh, Journeys before that with uh, Al Hatzadikim starring Avram Fried on that song. Yoni Z, brand new with Koach, Dancing in the Rain with Mordechai Shapiro. And you're listening to a, a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. 23rd of June, 24th of Sivan. Good morning. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. One hour away from Rabbi Yoshua Fast. Rabbi Fast will, of course, address us regarding uh, Parsha Shlach, which we read in the diaspora this week. We don't read it in Israel this week, but we do read it in the diaspora. Uh, we'll talk about that and plenty more, I'm sure, as uh, he is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, is uh, overseeing yet another uh, what is expected to be banner summer of Aliyah, please God. And um, we'll wish him the very best with that and with so much more. All coming up right here at JM in the AM. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. Got some good weather here in the Teaneck area right now. Expecting, uh, well, some clouds with a slight chance of rain. Uh, then cloudy skies this evening with a low of 60. 82 tomorrow with mostly sunny skies. Shabbos looks nice here in this area. Um, a big hello to our friends up at Camp Missora. Upper staff is up at Camp Missora. Expecting the full staff this coming Sunday. 58 degrees up there in Guilford, New York. As Camp Missora starts their Thursday with us here at JM in the AM. And we thank them for that. How else would one want to start their day? Tomorrow, Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us with the weekly update. Our friends at artscroll.com remind you to use promo code RADIO for anything and everything uh, of their 3,000 titles. Whenever you order anything at artscroll.com, the rule is always use promo code RADIO. We'll speak to Rabbi Nachman Seltzer next week. Zara Shimshon Aishas Chayel is the brand new book. You may want to check that one out. Also, the brand new Exalted Moments from Rabbi Yisrael Besser. Phenomenal choice at artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio 7, uh, 2 p.m. newscast next. Galaitzal, Hashashtaim. Baulpanehud Graf, in Mashekoreachshav. Turkia, Sikla, Nision Hatifa, Shel Shagrir, Israel, Shavar, Veishto, Bet Turkia, Alide, Iran. מדווח כתב חדשות החוץ עמית קלדרון גורמי הביטחון הטורקים סיכלו ניסיון של סוכנים איראניים לחטוף את שגריר ישראל לשעבר ואת אשתו ששהו במלון באיסטנבול לפי הפרסום בעיתון הטורקי הוריית כעשרה חשודים נעצרו על ידי המשטרה המקומית בשבוע שעבר ביניהם גם אזרחים טורקים והם נחקרים גם בחשד לתכנון פיגועים נגד תיירים ולאחר הכישלונות האיראניים להוציא פיגועים נגד ישראלים ראש ארגון המודיעין של משמרות המהפכה, 
הודח מתפקידו. מדווח כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון דורון קדוש. בשבועות האחרונים עלו דיווחים מאיראן שדרשו להדיח את טייב, ראש המודיעין במשמרות המהפכה, בשל כישלונו להוציא פיגועים נגד ישראלים בטורקיה, וגם לאחר שלא הצליח לסכל פעולות המיוחסות למוסד באיראן, כמו חיסולים של מדענים ובכירים. טייב תואר על ידי גורמים בישראל כאדם שמנהל מאבק על מעמדו בתוך הממסד הביטחוני האיראני, וכעת התקבל אישור רשמי על הדחתו. הגנרל מוחמד קזמי מונה למחליפו. הסתיימה ללא התקדמות פגישת המשא ומתן בין מזכ"לית הסתדרות המורים והממונה על השכר באוצר. השביתות במערכת החינוך צפויות להימשך. כתבתנו לענייני חינוך, איילת ברון. אחרי שהשביתה היום את הלימודים בגנים וביסודיים, נפגשה מזכ"לית הסתדרות המורים יפה בן דוד עם הממונה על השכר קובי בר נתן. שני הצדדים עשו כי הייתה פגישה עניינית, וכשיהיה במה לעדכן, יעדכנו. נכון לשעה זו, בן דוד מתכוונת להמשיך בהשבתת מערכת החינוך. במשרד האוצר מנסים להקדים את בית הספר של החופש הגדול בשבוע לראשון על מנת לתת מענה לילדים, אך בהסתדרות העובדים הנחו את הסייעות, המפעילות את תוכניות הקיץ, לא לשתף פעולה. נשיא אוקראינה וולדימיר זלנסקי מפציר בישראל לתמוך יותר בארצו. בנאום מקוון שנשא בפני אנשי האוניברסיטה העברית, אמר זלנסקי: אנחנו מבינים שזה לא מצב פשוט עבורכם, אבל נרצה שהעזרה תהיה נרחבת יותר. מדינות דמוקרטיות ברחבי העולם עוזרות, גם מדינות שאינן קרובות אלינו כמו ישראל. נתפס החשוד בחטיפת נשק ממאבטח בבית ספר ביבנה. כתבתנו הדס שטייף. המשטרה הצליחה ללכוד את הצעיר רעול הפנים שתקף בצהריים מאבטח בבית ספר ביבנה וגנב את אקדחו. הצעיר בשנות ה-20 לחייו, תושב חריש, הגיע עם אביו לסייע לו בעבודתו ביבנה. הוא נמצא כעת בחקירה במשטרה כשהרקע למעשיו פלילי. בהתאם להתפתחות חקירתו, הוא יובא מחר להארכת מעצרו. גיא פניני חוזר למכבי תל אביב כדורסל. כתב חדשות הספורט בר שמעון לוי. חמש שנים אחרי שעזב, פניני חוזר לצהובים. שחקן נבחרת ישראל בין ה-38 עוזב את האלופה הפועל חולון אחרי חמש עונות והוא יחזור למועדון שאיתו זכה בשלוש אליפויות, שמונה גביעים ותואר יורוליג אחד. הרבה זמן לא היינו יחד, אמר פניני לאחר החתימה. התגעגעתי, ידעתי שיש עוד דברים גדולים שנוכל לעשות כקבוצה. הגיע הזמן, אני חוזר הביתה, לבית החם באירופה. כך פניני. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות וחם מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך אילן אהרונוב קוק.
paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers. Jeff Leb, treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents.
Of singer Kivo Yismach Libenu is the name of that one here at JM in the AM. Eitan Katz, before that, you heard both Banu and the Nigun on the Roof, as he calls it. Sandy Shmueli opened up the hour with Echad here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast, full day of great scheduling here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And a uh, special shout out to Avrami, who keeps a uh, very close eye on our schedule. And make sure everything is uh, presented the way it should be. And I thank him for that. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock on Unlocking Greatness with a look at Get in the Game, discussing Parsha Shlach. Charlie takes a look at the topic of Get in the Game. Parsha Shlach is his emphasis. At 10 o'clock, Jew in the City Speaks Encore with Allison Joseph. She'll speak with uh, Ellie Shavarishon. That's Life with Miriam Alwalik is brand new. Shia Farkas, the founder and CEO of 613 Guard, is going to be her guest. 10.30 this morning again, Miriam Alwalik, Shia Farkas, founder and CEO of 613 Guard. Thursday's live lunch is hosted by Yossi Zweig from 11 until 1. 7 o'clock for Mark Zomik and the Arab Shabbos show, sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Tani Talks Parsha, Tani Gutterman at 10 p.m. tonight, a brief discussion about the Torah portion. That is tonight at 10 o'clock with Tani Gutterman, all here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Yeah. Uh, we'll do this and then plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond to get involved for our communities, our families, and our future. If you see what's happening in New York, you know these are those times. New York needs leadership that puts public safety and common sense policies at the forefront. We are fortunate to have that leader and Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz. In the New York State Assembly, he has fought for middle-class tax cuts, been an advocate for safe neighborhoods, and secured funding for our communities and nonprofits. Assemblyman Dinowitz has also been an outspoken voice against the rising anti-Semitic rhetoric in our politics. That's why it's crucial that our community comes out to vote for Assemblyman Dinowitz this election day. His socialist opponent has promised to defund the police, wants to raise taxes, and has aligned with anti-Semitic movements. This June 28th, let's ensure our community votes as one voice. We can't afford any less. Vote Jeffrey Dinowitz for the New York State Assembly. Paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers, Jeff Leb, Treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. I've been traveling the longest road My feet are tired My pace is slow It's been a long time Since I've been home Amongst the nations Is where I roam Oh Trying to not let go 
when we are done. in the AM within your walls, Arye Kunstler on a um, Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonish Masarav Zebnibus of Alevi, and the Zechonish Mas Esther Bas Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us that a person has the power to influence in the way that they say things. What a person says does not return empty-handed. The Sefer Makar Baruch relates that there was a certain young man who was very ill. His whole family was concerned. The Avrech himself did not seem that concerned. He said that when he was a small boy, he accidentally stepped on the Vilna Goin's tzitzitz. The Vilna Goin said to him, Have a long life, little boy, but just get off my tzitzitz. So I'm sure that his promise of long life is going to be fulfilled. Similarly, the Sefer Gan Hadassim writes that there was a young man who wanted to speak to the Vilna Gon. The Vilna Gon was so deeply engrossed in his learning that he didn't notice him. The Avrik speculated that perhaps the Vilna Gon was angry at him. When the Gon heard about it, he said, Chas v'shalom, God forbid, he should live a hundred years. Why does he think that I'm angry at him? The Avrech became sick at the age of 98. His grandchildren wanted to rush him to a doctor. He told them that they should be calm because the Vilna Gong had promised him a hundred and a hundred it would be. How does a person have such a power with their mouth? The answer is, a person has to make sure that emanating from their mouth are only clean words, words that are not Lashon Hara, words that are truthful, words that are not Sheker, words that are not Nivel Peh. The Imre Emes was once asked, what should a person do to ensure that things will be good? He answered that he should be careful never to utter any word that was loitava, that was not good. We learn in Meseches Psachim, Uch Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, it says Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, Do Amar la'olam al adam dover A person should never utter a word that is not proper from their mouth. Shahariyakam akasav shmona osios, 
Because the Pasuk adds on eight letters in order not to have something that was not considered to be proper. Shenemar mina behema, from the behema, from the animal hatahoira, umina behema, asher einenu tahoira, and from the animal that is not pure. It does not say the animal that is impure or tamea. In today's world, where there are so many different types of lashonas that are used, where many are not careful with their language in the outside world. We, B'nai Yisrael, have to be the Mamleches Kohanim V'goy Kadosh, the holy nation that speaks with purity and holiness. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
בלב שבור לחתיכות, נחכה לך שתקבל פנינו. ישי ריבו with נתן גרשון. נחכה לך is the name of that one. J.M. and A.M. full Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Make sure to be tuned in all day long. Don't forget tonight, it's uh, Mark Zamek hosting the Arab Shabbos show. Uh, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. There will be, there will definitely be a Yassela Rosenblatt selection in there. Tonight is his yard site, as we've been mentioning. And tonight at uh, Congregation Chassam Sofer on Clinton Street on the Lower East Side is the big concert in memory of Yassela Rosenblatt. That is all happening tonight. Uh, so make sure to be tuned in. The uh, Erev Shabbos show will be replayed at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. So you have an opportunity at that point to uh, hear it as well, which is great. Who wouldn't want multiple opportunities to hear it? Shalshelis Jr. is brand new, volume number four. Amazing, huh? Shalshelis Jr., brand new, volume number four. Here it is at JM in the AM. Shem, the rice, bit of a shem, 
ברגעים של גילה, רומימות של תפילה, שמחתם של חתן של כלה. בליבו הודיה וניגון בליבה, לשניהם עם אותו פעימה. with a couple from uh, Shalshelis volume number Shalshelis Jr. volume number four brand new Chuppa song and Kaveh here at JM 
in the AM. Great brand new album, to say the least. Well, our friends at ShopBuyClothes.com are in total tzitzis mode, to say the least. <laughs> between now and the 26th of June, between now and the 26th of June, 15% off on the entire inventory of tzitzis. We use promo code radio at ShopBuyClothes.com. Go to ShopBuyClothes.com, use promo code radio, 15% off on everything having to do with tzitzis. And I was on the website a second ago. My gosh, it's unbelievable. I mean, everything you could imagine Imagine from wool V-neck to wool round neck to cotton round neck to cotton V-neck uh, to children's tzitzis, all different types of strings to the one hole and two hole customs with fringes, thick, thick tzitzis, uh, all the different um, all the different uh, uh, rabbis and their supervision, the mesh tzitzis, the poly cotton, uh, the Sephardic, the Ashkenazic, the Chabad, the Hasidish. It's all available. Go to shopiclose.com, shopiclose.com. Click on the link at the top of the page and you'll see exactly what I mean. Use promo code radio, 15% off. It's a sale for shopiclose.com between now and June the 26th. Check it out and enjoy amazing discounts at a time of the year when it pays to load up on Sitsis. Yeah, for everybody in the family. Uh, all the guys out there want to have uh, nice, beautiful, fresh Sitsis for camp for the uh, new season, et cetera, et cetera. Take advantage at shopiclose.com. Uh, JM in the AM with Rabbi Fast joining us about 15 minutes from now. Parsha Shlach in the diaspora this week, and we get to speak to Rabbi Fast about that and plenty more here at the JM in the AM, and we're very much looking forward to that. He, of course, is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, and we are very much looking forward to his annual Shlach address to us here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Good morning to listener Tikva. Good morning to listener Terry. Good morning to everybody who's tuned in this morning here at JM in the AM. And uh, let's see what we have here. This is a brand new from Barry Weber at JM in the AM. Ich 
Great brand new album. JM and the AM on a Thursday. Reminder tomorrow, Malcolm Holine, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, will join us with a weekly update tomorrow morning right here at JM and the AM. Keep that in mind. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abelson Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. Modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. 10% discount with promo code radio. Try A&H today. And now that we are seriously in summer, after all, it is officially summer now, even on the calendar, not just temperature-wise, uh, there'll be a lot of grilling coming up. It's going to be a heavy grilling season. Remember what I said yesterday? We've lost a couple of Sundays this summer to a couple of fast days. So the Sundays and days that we're grilling, ooh, it's going to be serious. It's going to be some serious grilling. So make sure you have plenty of uh, A&H hot dogs of all variety in your uh, fridge and freezer and that you're ready for the grilling season 2022. <laughs> wow, 2022. Pretty amazing. Uh, JM and the AM. Well, listener, Cena, it seems, made it to New York uh, based on her uh, cryptic messages or not so cryptic messages that I've been getting. <laughs> it seems that she finally made it to New York. And actually, 
was on a flight that was on time and went well, which is an accomplishment these days for those out there who travel. Not easy to get a flight that's on time and goes well. Uh, she says a very special, very loud shout-out going out to my amazing grandchildren, Avraham and Adasa Gifter of Farakwe. We're celebrating anniversary number three today. Woo-hoo, she says. Guys, just wow. You are the absolutely perfect complement for each other. Together, you are building a beautiful Yiddish home filled with love, simcha, and joy, now enhanced by, your preci- by our precious little Tamar. May you celebrate many more happy anniversaries together in good health. Admeyev Estrim. Love you to the moon and back, and then some with much love from Bubby, Florida, a.k.a. Bubs, and to us, a.k.a. listener Cena, who again supposedly is now in the New York area. So don't say I didn't give you advance notice on that. If you happen to bump into listener Cena, make sure to wish her a mazel tov on all these great occasions. Baruch Hashem. JM and the AM, Rabbi Fast is going to join us at the top of the hour and plenty more coming up here at JM and the AM. This is brand new from Simcha Liner. On my way back to the place where I belong All the feeling overtakes me Cause I know I'm going home And it burns Since I left there last my heart aches
Shira here at JM in the AM. Mordechai Shapiro, he's had a good week, huh? Great show on Monday. 
reviews have been pretty amazing. Mordechai Shapiro with Ashira. You heard the Nigun done by the Solomon Brothers. Simcha Liner and Home to open up the set. Speaking of home, we're going to be speaking with someone in a moment who is home. And just based on the advanced notice that people have been getting, a lot of folks are tuning in just to hear him. Just to hear him connect us to the Holy Land. Here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NahumSiegel.com, and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app from Martinex Studios on this Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi Fass has uh, agreed to uh, forego his usual theme song uh, so that we can get directly into our conversation. After all, in the, in the diaspora, we read Parsha Shlach this week, and the annual tradition is that Rabbi Fass, who's with us on a regular basis, thank God, but he always clears his schedule and makes time for us uh, when it's the week of Parsha Shlach, even if that's exclusive to the diaspora as opposed to uh, what they'll be reading in Israel this coming Shabbat. Rabbi Rabbi Yoshua Josh Fass is co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh. He leads an organization that has been instrumental, not even not even a, a good enough word, frankly, but we'll say instrumental in bringing uh, tens of thousands of Olim, uh, people from North America who want to live in the Holy Land, uh, to Israel over the last quarter of a century. Rabbi Yoshua Fass, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. It's great to be on. How you doing? Baruch Hashem. Thank God, things are uh, things are uh, are moving forward. Baruch Hashem, things are uh, are wonderful. And uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I, I said yesterday as I was as I was talking on the air, uh, doing a little monologue about um, uh, how far back we go and some of the things we're proud of uh, having accomplished together, and how you've been there for me, even the most, even during the most difficult times, including over the last few months, and I did mention including just a day or two after the fire of March 27th as well, so I can't thank you enough for that. Uh, as I'm doing all this, I, I said I am going to drift at some point into my tirade, or maybe I should say rant. Tirade sounds a bit too strong, but my rant about the current condition that for 14 consecutive weeks we have a discrepancy in what's being read in the Torah in Israel and what's being read in the Torah in the diaspora. And Rabbi Fass, I, I think we have the same conversation every single year. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so funny because yesterday I said to myself, I actually said to the listeners yesterday, I would assume I had the same tirade and the same observations in past years, but I don't know. It seems so fresh to me. It seems like, it seems like I just discovered it and discovered some of the reasons why it might be. So, so give me a minute just to express what I'm feeling. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Rant. <laughs> <laughs> give me a minute to express I'm, what I'm, I'm I'm here for you. I'm here for you, my friend. <laughs> to express what I'm feeling. And then you'll tell me, and you don't have to tell me if it's new information or not. You'll just tell me if, in fact, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on to something or not. I, I have a feeling just like, and I said this at the Young Israel Forest Hills, Rabbi Schreier gave me an opportunity to speak over Shvuas. And uh, I think the crowd, you know, s sort of agreed with it. Uh, just like in Jewish history, uh, one has to admit that, uh, that the Jewish tradition has been Western Hemisphere and Northern Hemisphere centric. And what I mean by that is, you know, we talk about going out to the sukkah and we're showing our commitment to God because the weather is getting worse and we're building the sukkah that time of year. Well, in Australia, it's spring and they, and they, and they likely, you know, are not looking at, at it from that perspective. But of course, it's always based on this area of the world. 
from Israel and West uh, that all of and on the northern hemisphere that all of this has been created. And of course, when uh, when to- when we talk about Chag Ha'aviv, right? We talk about Pesach and the uh, and that we want that to be in the springtime. Obviously, in other parts of the world, it may not be necessarily so. So I think. That this whole thing with the parshiot, where there are certain guidelines, I don't want to say rules, but I'll say guidelines about what parsha should be read when, Devarim before Tishabav, Bamidbar before Shavuos, and we follow all of that, right? And that's why we have this discrepancy. Uh, it is amazing that that is all diaspora-based. That is all from an era, or from many eras in Jewish history, where diaspora was the center of Judaism. And now, mm-hmm. and, and, and it was almost irrelevant that in Israel they weren't following those rules because there are times when those two rules that I just mentioned and others that have to do with the parishes are not followed in Israel because of the calendar makeup. That's just the reality. And with that in mind, and with the fact that now, now the Jewish world is Israel-centric, now the true capital of the Jewish world is Israel and Jerusalem. One cannot deny that. And the majority of Jews are living in Israel. And and this entire shift has taken place, I would say, over the last 15 years to really be solidified in the way that people think of Israel as the center of the Jewish world. With all that in mind, Rabbi Fass, I just think that at this point, when Pesach ends, we have to make a commitment to read two parshios in the diaspora and simply catch up immediately because the center of the Jewish world and the future of the Jewish people is in Israel. And I think that this discrepancy holds us back from realizing that. Uh, now that I've read... I, I, w- I, I would argue the opposite. I would argue the opposite. Ever watch a movie where the volume was a little bit off, like a millisecond yeah. from the visual, mm-hmm. or when it's dubbed really badly? Mm-hmm. There is a lank, lack of synchronicity, right. or there is a lack of an alignment. And I think in a world that things are easy and things feel right wherever you are, I think it's good to have sometimes reminders that you're not aligned and that it is a bit off. It, uh, it it pulls us in a direction of wanting to calibrate our compass, wanting to calibrate our lives. I think it's good to be not aligned for a, for for a bit. That's my two cents. But this non, and, and even by, though you're even though it's going to push you to rant even more, right. but that, that, <laughs> and, those are my two cents. And by the way, just like I've said this in the past, I think you've said that in the past, frankly. But anyway, yeah. I but but the, what but the sadness is that if we go with your theory that this is actually you know a good thing that you know it's not like we're off and 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 bending the rules toward Israel we're off and bending the, and bending the rules toward Correct. the diaspora that's what's so sad about it so if it was like a positive i think i, I think i think unfortunately it reflects <laughs> the truth of where we default right. in uh, in the diaspora experience but yeah. that's for a whole other conversation <laughs> and a whole other tirade <laughs> Yes, I agree with you. We'll do that maybe during our Jewish calendaric trivia segment. Uh, so uh, we'll get to Parsha Shlach in a moment, but I would be remiss if yeah. I didn't uh, make two observations. Uh, the first being that, I mean, you're in the brand new center. I was, In fact, that was the last time I was in Israel was the day I spent, yes. I spent with you at the big celebration in November. And yeah. it just seems, yeah. from the information we're getting and the people we're speaking to, it just seems you're able to do so much more. You were doing so much in your old location, but it seems like you're able to do so much more, not just hosting events for, for, for outsiders and, and for yourselves. I'm talking about practical courses and meetings and bringing in uh, people from around the world who are now... It has been, it has been transformative. 
We are not just servicing Olim, we're educating about Aliyah and on Zionism and on Israel. We're celebrating Zionism and Aliyah. We're advocating, and it's just been remarkable. We have high school students and gap programs and seminaries. We've had soldiers. We've had programs. We've had working with municipalities. We've had 2,000 Ukrainian refugees being processed for Aliyah here. It's just every day we have hundreds of people who are in our center. Um, I don't know who anyone is, but it, it's, been, it's been remarkable. I didn't expect it to have this traction so soon after we opened the doors, but it's just been incredible to see. And incredible to see that it's working at full capacity around the clock, literally. And for those and, who are, have uh, not had, impact. for those who have not the opportunity to be there, um, but are familiar with the geography of Jerusalem, it's right next to Cinema City, and the location's amazing. And by the way, uh, you talk about education and all the different conferences and the uh, and the gatherings. It, it seems also you're able to put together courses and and uh, and meetings that lead to more employment. One of the things you've always been uh, paying attention to since uh, Nefesh Benefesh started was making sure that Olim. Uh, have uh, opportunities, have employment opportunities in Israel. And it just seems that you're able to, that people are able to network better and you're able to provide more information regarding different courses and advancement in employment because Absolutely. of where you are. So, but, which Absolutely. Is, what's more important than that? I mean, that's such a key to families uh, moving to Israel and, and, and thriving in Israel. What's more important than uh, employment and education? The second thing, of course, I'll say, and this uh, I, I think is, again, obvious to those who've been following what's happening during the pandemic and now what I'll hopefully call post-pandemic, and that is that people are still moving to Israel. Every single time you and I have spoken over the last, last quarter of a century, I have tossed out theories of why uh, a specific period of time would lead to a lull in Aliyah, and of course, you've argued the opposite, and you've always been right. And, and during this pandemic and now post-pandemic and now with the reinstitution of a big charter flight and the ability to celebrate together, and, and that literally means together because, as you know, not just my listeners, but as you know, people are watching from around the world when charter flights land in Israel. Uh, it's just an, uh, amazing that all of this momentum has been able to continue. And uh, it m- must be for you, as I said yesterday on the air, must be for you an amazing feeling that you're starting off such an incredible summer. It's invigorating. It's great to have the personal connection with Olim again and to be there right now, a group flight just landed wow. and it's the first time in forever that our staff is there welcoming a group flight and I'm getting videos from on the plane as we speak right now Woo! and messages and pictures. It's amazing of just our staff on the plane with a group of Olim and, and it's just starting and it's great to almost pick up where we left, even though during this time we've had the most, the largest number of Olim make Aliyah in, in, Israel's history in 50 years. Wow. We had around 4,600 Olim make Aliyah last year, and the momentum is continuing. So it's, uh, it's really, it's, it's fantastic to feel that energy, to be able to connect to person, person to person, and to be able to celebrate this momentous move. Yeah, well, so it's great. We're very excited about this summer. The mega event has been virtual, but we will not allow, the Jewish people will not allow for these flights and uh, participation in the flights to be virtual. We need people at the airport with the big celebration and greeting those who are coming in with their families and making Aliyah. And thank God, by the way, and, and I'm sure this, this is not lost on you, thank God, I assume the airport authorities thought long and hard about how to do this and how to get people in in order to you know to do these celebrations and for your staff to be there, etc. So, 
I know you must have. That is a phenomenal supposition. <laughs> I would imagine you needed a lot of cooperation from a lot of people, or you had to overcome a lot of non-cooperation from a lot of people in order to make this happen. The jury's happen. still out. The jury's still out, my dear friend. <laughs> uh, maybe one day we'll have a conclusion. And by the way, just one last point, because you alluded to it. One last point on the brand new Nefesh Benefesh Center. What do we call it, by the way? Headquarters, center, what are we calling it? We're calling it a campus, campus. because that's what. So one of the once th- you have like a once yeah. you have two buildings, I think you're able to call it a campus. Right, and now I don't know the rules of. Yes. how to define a campus, but well, we're going to be that bold. Well, you and I have just established the rules, and now I will refer to it as the campus for now on. Uh, but <laughs> but it, it, must be, uh, it must be nostalgic for you when you think back to the days when you actually did know the name of everybody in your building because now you are being uh, – uh, you're, you're, you're walking around that building and seeing hundreds if not thousands on a weekly basis who are enjoying the campus. Yeah. So you may not have the intimacy of yesteryear, but you have uh, the amazing uh, satisfaction the of, of, of yeah. growth and a accomplishment Absolutely. which is just amazing Absolutely. all right uh by the way how was Parsha Schlach? it's re- reminiscent of the time when i used to pe- ask people in australia if the yankees won that night since they're a day ahead uh, <laughs> how, how, how was Parsha Schlach uh, last week in it Israel? was fantastic was it great <laughs> you know it was great you know that the majority of the people who are featured in Parsha Schlach were not exactly in tune with the future of the jewish people being in the land of israel you realize that rabbi fess truth yeah it's truth is right sometimes we have to remember that by the way uh i'm not gonna call out anybody on this uh, conversation but sometimes we have to remember that that in but e- i might that, <laughs> that even in the key generation the key generation in the history of the jewish people the generation that's known as the generate talk about the greatest generation in our history i think they're known as the greatest generation and the majority of the leaders at that time uh, did not have the affinity toward the land that caleb and joshua did uh yeah. but anyway that's just my own little uh Torah this morning. Rabbi Fast, we always turn to you. Give us a thought. Give us a thought for Shlach 5782 as we get set to read it in the diaspora this Shabbat. I'm going to try not to have a tirade. I'm not going to follow your lead, but uh, I'll share a thought. I'll share a thought that I had last Shabbat that I would like to try to convey to, to you and to, to the listeners. The, the Katska Rebbe on Parsha Shlach uh, specifically regarding the sin of the spies, relays a very important lesson, an important axiom, that everything that is not a lie is not necessarily the truth. That not saying sheker, not lying, does not automatically mean that one is being truthful. And he explains that the Miraglin, the spy sin, not because they lied, but because they isolated certain truthful facts from the entirety of their experience of their mission. They selected, they carefully chose, they cherry-picked facts and actualities from their experience to paint a very different, biased, slanted, prejudiced narrative. Last Shabbat, at one of our meals, I I tried an experiment. I, I shared and described the following scenario, a memory. I said, I once had a fast day. I fasted the whole day. And then when it was time to break the fast, I was whisked away and couldn't break my fast for hours later. And to add to that misery, I was wearing a very uncomfortable suit, which was irritating me the whole evening. And I asked the table, I said, how would you describe the day? And unanimously, in unison, they all replied that it must have been a horrible day. I said, in response, in actuality, this was one of the best days of my life because it was my wedding day. All right. 
So I said, the fast, you know, was a traditional fast of the wedding day. And my right. tuxedo, which I hated, was very uncomfortable. <laughs> my point was to demonstrate that it is misleading, reckless, and sometimes dangerous to describe and to share isolated moments of an episode. The Radak of David Kimchi reaches the same conclusion of the Kutzkerebi, but albeit a few hundred years earlier, through analysis of a certain Pusik in the Parsha. The Pasuk reads, They brought forth to B'nai Yisrael a report on the land. And the Radak points out that the verb used is which literally means to extract, to take out, instead of the, wor- of the verb that they brought over the message of their travels to the nation. The sin of the spies is that they extracted extracted elements, highlights from the greater picture to slant a certain narrative, to create an implied negative description resulting in a very undesirable account. Unfortunately, Nachum, you and I both know this because we talk about this so often that I don't think we've learned the lesson of the sin of the spies, of the Chetamaraglim. So many individuals, unfortunately, so many communal leaders extract isolated negatives to dissuade, to discourage, to dampen the greatest gift and the greatest miracle of our generation. Sometimes these negatives are, are truthful and unpleasant, and sometimes Rahmana they're unsubstantiated. And instead, they should be communicating the larger picture, the full content, the full embrace of the undeniable fact that our generation has been gifted a miracle and the indisputable fact that one as a person, as a people can only live their lives to the fullest, to the fullest as Jews in our home, as a people in our homeland and a nation in our Tzainu HaKtosha is an extremely, extremely important lesson for us to tell the entire story, to tell the entire narrative. Because if we do, it will inspire thousands and thousands to have that visceral emotional connection, a palpable connection to our homeland. And in this era, when when anybody, anybody has the capability of influencing hundreds and thousands, it's, it's incredible uh, with social media how you know somebody can gain a following and then all of a sudden there's a ripple effect uh you know it just the, the ball rolls downhill and just keeps gathering moss in terms of followers and in terms of those who take what they say seriously they have, there's such an opportunity if one is responsible enough such an opportunity to have the influence that you just described and by the way i want to mention a couple of things the first is i don't know if you would have said this 25 years ago and what i mean by that is not the times have changed but when you know in, in in some of what you've dis- some of what you've just said you have discovered again and again and again in your leadership role with Nefesh Benefesh and if you were not 100% sure about the attitude of certain people i don't think you would you would say it and certainly would not say what you said publicly but after all these experiences and after time and time again seeing how communal leaders do what you just described you are comfortable i'll say in quotation marks bringing this to the attention of the public and uh, th- i think that's I, I don't think i'm comfortable right. i think i'm i'm painfully sharing a reality right 
But the, you know what I meant. Reality. You know what I meant, that you're willing yes, to do it. I know. What, yeah. I know. I'm just. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that you're willing to do it. <laughs> I, know, I know if the transcript of this comes out, you're worried about what people might say. And no, the, it's okay. <laughs> I'm kidding around. And the other thing is that, um, the, the look, you visited me at a, I mean, you know, the timing was great, frankly. I needed I needed my friend and my friend was there and, and, and you were thankful that God put you in a position where you happened to be in America for a day, which was amazing. And one of the things you said to me that day was you you come back to New York, to New York and it's a different city. You come back to the United States, it's a different country. Uh, you come back here and the appeal, the um, the life that so many of us have you know have been trying to cling on to because it's so amazing, this golden of Medina uh, is not the same as it used to be. So now, today, as you describe, when people, you know, don't tell the entire narrative and make sure to toss in just how great things are here, I I think it's important to remind people, you know, you think it's great here? Uh, You can't imagine how much greater it is in the Holy Land right now. And I don't think you would have said this as a kid. I don't know if you would have said this five years ago. But today, I think you can comfortably say that uh, that life in general for everybody, individuals and families, is much, much better in the state of Israel than likely anywhere else in the world. Truth, but even not, that's where we belong. Yeah, I get it. But sometimes people like myself need to, you know, wake up to reality, and hopefully that reality will force them to get to Israel faster. And then so. this year, when you're joining us on, on a charter flight, we'll have Stacy surprise you on the other side, and then we can just finally do your documentation, and we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is against the off-air Rabbi Fass, who has a different plan oh, for Oh, I me. am so sorry. I'm so sorry. We will edit this. I hope there's like a 15-second well, delay. No, no, this is, this is fine. I'm just, I'm just pointing out to the listeners that the Rabbi Fass on the air speaks a little mm. bit differently regarding my future plan than the rabbi fast off the air that's all I'm saying. that is so true so yes, you know yes, but yes. Uh, Absolutely. yeah i love Look, you dearly uh, you you can't imagine i mean uh, I, i'm telling you i this now this is the hard time for me because i can't let go my brother is on the phone i i, I can't i can't just say goodbye and god knows the next time we're going to speak i have to hold on a little longer we're speak in a few days from now <laughs> <laughs> we're probably going to speak tomorrow i would hope i would hope so and if i do make it to israel please god in july because your charter flight please god will be in august if i make it in july i hope to visit the campus and see the incredible i mean remember you know i i was there uh, a couple of times but at the at the very beginning now just just the the vibrancy and the excitement and and the 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 uh the energy that it seems is coming from that campus is is amazing and i can't wait to visit and feel all of that and oh and I'd, let me remind everybody those who have been inspired by this whether it was your dvar torah about parsha shlach and by the way you love the years when you could do this at your Shabbos table and then do this for us a week later. It's so convenient. Oh, the dry run. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so convenient. Um, those of you who have been inspired, it's nbn.org.il. nbn.org.il or 8664-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. Let's, uh, let's add to the number of people who have said to me over the years that one of the reasons we're in Israel is because of this program. I cannot be any more enthusiastic about encouraging people to get there and yeah we everybody's got their plan including us and uh, and i hope that that everybody plans to uh, in fact uh, be in israel as soon as possible i used to i used to always tell people you know plan a trip to israel every month because then you'll end up going once a year and and um 
our beloved friend Rabbi Mordechai Grumberg, who lives in Harnof, would always say to me, you always have to have a plan. Just make sure the plan is on the table. If it doesn't work out, you move on to the next plan. But there can't be a time when there is no plan. So, Rabbi Fass, hopefully this will encourage more and more people to actually have a plan. And I take this opportunity to to encourage you to think of us while you're reading uh, the next Parsha, and we're still on Parsha Shlach in this disconnect that we describe between Israel and the diaspora. And I cannot wait for this 14-week discrepancy to finally be over, frankly, because I think we need to be in sync as opposed to what you described as out of sync earlier. And I can't thank you enough for joining us. Thank you, my dear friend. Thank you, my dear friend, and all the best. He is the founder, co-founder of Nefesh Benefesh, and has facilitated tens of thousands of people to make Aliyah in the last quarter of a century, and that tradition just continues. The numbers are growing. This summer is going to be amazing, and I'm already feeling, I'm already feeling that ground floor energy that I felt years ago when I first met Rabbi Fass. Once we get, once we get back to Israel on a regular basis, and once we get an opportunity to encourage more and more people to hop aboard. Uh, this incredible Aliyah bandwagon, uh, this is just going to continue to have a massive ripple effect, and those numbers are going to get higher and higher and higher. Speaking of numbers, you know the number, 8664-ALIYAH, 866-4, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H, or nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il. You're listening to a Thursday morning Parsha Schlach edition of JM in the AM. Yeah. 
in the AM Mizrahi set done by Yaakov Shweki here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Well, full schedule today, as we've been telling you, we'll go through that and plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. There are times when we are forced to go above and beyond to get involved for our communities, our families, and our future. If you see what's happening in New York, you know these are those times. New York needs leadership that puts public safety and common sense policies at the forefront. We are fortunate to have that leader and Assemblyman Jeffrey Dinowitz. In the New York State Assembly, he has fought for middle-class tax cuts, been an advocate for safe neighborhoods, and secured funding for our communities and nonprofits. Assemblyman Dinowitz has also been an outspoken voice against the rising anti-Semitic rhetoric in our politics. That's why it's crucial that our community comes out to vote for Assemblyman Dinowitz this election day. His socialist opponent has promised to defund the police, wants to raise taxes, and has aligned with anti-Semitic movements. This June 28th, let's ensure our community votes as one voice. We can't afford any less. Vote Jeffrey Dinowitz for the New York State Assembly. Paid for and authorized by Common Sense New Yorkers, Jeff Leb, Treasurer. Communication was not expressly authorized or requested by any candidate or by any candidate's political committee or any of its agents. J.M. and the A.M. with a reminder at 9 o'clock, Charlie Harari. The topic is Get in the Game. It's a Parsha Schlach-related topic. Uh, Charlie Harari with Get in the Game at 9 o'clock. Uh, 10 o'clock, Jew in the City Speaks Encore. It'll be Allison Joseph with uh, Ellie Shavarishon. That's Life with Miriam Al-Wallach. Uh, Shia Farkas, the founder and CEO of 613 Guard, is going to be Miriam's guest. Again, Shia Farkas, founder and CEO of 613 Guard on That's Life at 10.30. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig begins at 11. Uh, Erev Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, starts at 7 p.m. Tani Gutterman, Tani Talks Parsha. A uh, brief discussion about the Torah portion of the week tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. All right, so plenty going on and a lot's happening uh, regarding our Thursday schedule. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll do the weekly update with us tomorrow morning at 7.40 a.m. Eastern time. Rabbi Yudin, Harry Rothenberg, plenty more. It'll be Friday after all here at JM in the AM. Oh, I want to take this opportunity. Let me get to the... Um, let me get to the Mazel Tov wish. 
Um, where am I here? Uh, here we go. Um, I want to take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM to the Cornwasser and Mermelstein families. I was there last night for the engagement celebration of Tahila and Alazar and uh, to uh, Jessica and Laser Cornwasser and to Aliza and Chaya Mayor Mermelstein, our neighbors from uh, the Lower East Side of Manhattan. A very special mazel tov on Tahila and Alazar's engagement from all of us here at JM and the AM. Talk about two amazing families getting together for a simcha. It was really wonderful to be there last night, and uh, it, great to see, as I say, two wonderful families uh, joining together uh, for the engagement of their children. JM and the AM on a, a Thursday morning broadcast as we continue. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, this is a uh, selection from Tzvi Silberstein at JM and the AM.
Schmeichel, give a smile. Gib a Schmeichel, give a, give a Schmeichel. Be the reason someone smile. Gib a Schmeichel, give a, give a Schmeichel. Gib a Schmeichel, give a smile. Gib a Schmeichel, give a, give a Schmeichel. Be the reason someone smile.
with Micha Gammerman here on a uh, Thursday morning broadcast. Well, we just got confirmation a week from today. Rabbi Nachman Seltzer will join us here at JMAM. The brand new book is Zera Shimshon Aishas Chayel, The Safer, The Stories, The Skula. And as I said to uh, my friend Aaron Zlotowitz at uh, Art Scroll, I said, uh, this has got to be done late in the week. You can't do an Aishas Chayel conversation Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I just can't. <laughs> it's got to be the spirit of the day. So uh, Fridays are complicated here, as you know, at JM and the AM. So we went for the uh, Thursday slots. Or my seltzer will join us Thursday when people are getting more and more into the mood for Shabbos. Uh, we'll talk about Zera Shimshon, Aishas Chayel here at JM and the AM. And Rabbi Seltzer's book and all of his books are available now at artscroll.com. Check it out. Make sure to use promo code radio. I know I know some of the listeners, two in particular, have been getting a little bit upset at me for highly recommending all these books from Artscroll because, because they keep buying and buying. Well, at least we could offer them a chance to save some money. Use promo code radio at artscroll.com and you get free shipping on anything, any amount, and of course, uh, the major discount as well. So at least everyone gets an opportunity to save, but 
some, if not all, of these books are really, as I, I keep using the word game changer, um, and uh, and this one is is really remarkable. And I'm really going to get into it um, uh, over Shabbos, please God. And next week we'll have an opportunity on Thursday to speak to Rabbi Seltzer, who's always great on the air right here at JM and the AM. We'll close things out with more Micha Gamerman, and thank everybody for tuning in on a Thursday at JM and the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener-sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing, uh, what is today, Thursday here at JM in the AM. Tomorrow, plenty more on a Friday, as you would suspect. Coming up, plenty of great programming all day long, including That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. Shia Farkas is going to be her guest. They're going to talk about synagogue security. That's at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 11 o'clock for Yossi's Weig on the Thursday Live Lunch. Kedem presents the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek at 7 p.m. tonight, which, of course, will focus on uh, Kanta Yossi Rosenblatt at times because his yard site is tonight. And uh, Tani Talks Parsha, Tani Gutterman, tonight starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous, and I mean fabulous, Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.